amazed at what I am. I say what I think that the company stinks. Yes, I'm a union man. When we meet in the local hall, I'll be voting with them all. With a hell of a shout, it's out, brothers, out, and the rise of the company's fall. Oh, yeah. Good morning. Good morning, Melbourne. Well, your three CR fire up program, and uh, well, good morning, listeners. Yeah, good morning, listeners. Hopefully, everyone's at home enjoying their RDOs. We've got the RDO week this week. Yes, we have. It's it's been the Thursday. Your good self, Paris, and myself, and a bit of a long way for Simon to come in from down down the coast there. And uh, well, I don't know the other two, but anyway. But uh, all good as gold. What a break it's been for for uh, the construction industry. Great time to have off. Uh, we've got another couple of days, and then it's back into it next week. Um, what have you got there, Paris? I went and got a calendar. Calendar. Make sure I knew what day it was. That's right. Well, we've got the right day. After spending a few days at home with the family, uh, <laughs> we're, we're all understanding. We're all on the same page. Uh, we can't go out of the house. The idea is, is to, you know, control this virus that everyone stays at home. So I, I dare say after spending Easter at home, everyone got to do the Easter egg hunt. A few people sent photos in of them camping in the back garden, yeah, which yeah. is brilliant. So uh, uh, forgive us if not working out what day it actually was. But, yes, today is Thursday. It's a normal it day. Thursday. Uh, but hopefully the majority of our membership are enjoying this week-long break with the family, with the Marios. We're on. Uh, we just got the confirmation. Got the confirmation, okay. So, and how good is this? We go back on Monday. Yeah. Which is the glasses. The twentieth. And guess what? It's a long weekend next weekend. It is a long weekend. Then it, it rolls right straight into Anzac Day weekend, and. One of my favourite weeks. It is, and I understand that it'll be a bit different this year. You normally yeah, go to the Dawn Service band. You go to a Dawn Service, whether it's one of the city or the local one or whatever. Or sometimes I've been up at Cairns with my dad. Beautiful. I've gone up there, but we won't be doing any of that this year. But they apparently don't want everybody standing out the front, so I'll be there with my flag and minute songs. Yeah. Absolutely. Will. Yeah, magnificent. And and us being the fantastic agreement that we have, any public holiday falling on a Saturday or Sunday is uh, then taken the following Monday as a day in lieu. Yep. And then we've got the Tuesday RDO and then back into it again. Back into it. So, is that for a decent old It break? is, that's right. That's right. Well, let's face it, at the time, you know, the way we're going at the moment, uh, we can all do a decent break, even though some people are there. Don't agree with it. Want to keep working, but the calendar is the calendar, and we will stick to it. Yes, the calendar is the calendar. We do have a number of jobs working at the moment. One that uh, we're going to go and visit shortly, I believe, Andy, mm-hmm. and that is any of these emergency work for the coronavirus. 
So the government, uh, well, I've never seen both a, a Liberal government and a Labor government federally and, and state throwing this much money at a crisis, but uh, they are, and it looks like we've got the old Peter McCallum Hospital that you know quite well, Andy. Do. Uh, that's getting turned into an 84-bed facility um, down at the Convention Centre. Jeff Shedd as 700, well. 700 beds. 700 beds down there. Yeah. George's Hospital for Icon in Kew. Yeah. Uh, Baxter Hospital in Geelong. They're pulling out the Baxter, mothballs Baxter, yeah. on, on that one there. Casey Hospital, which they'd only just sort of finished. Just finished, yeah. And Bendigo Hospital as well. So if, if, if anyone is working, that's where they're working at the moment, which is brilliant. A lot of people uh, called alarms have gone down there, all contractors in trying to get these facilities over the line as quick as possible. And, of course, all unions are given dispensation to get it up and running. And, um, you know, you'd, only a fool would be, you'd be a fool not to lay up that. Definitely. So, but at the moment we we haven't we don't need them those beds, which is good. Looks like it's stabilised, but it's still way too early to tell. Apart from those morons who apparently yesterday went down to St Kilda for sure. I mean, some people just don't get it. They're all that naive, dumb, which is so selfish and self-centred. You know, just yeah, really. We'd all like to be able to just get out and go to the beach. I'm sure the swell. As Jeff, I've been watching it on the on the internet. Uh, you know, each weekend's been absolutely fantastic down at Torquay, but everyone just has to say, no, no, we're we're going to survive this one. So let's not go all chucking all the kids in the car and, and well, them down on the beach. It's normally the bells open around the bed. Yeah, of year. Yeah. Easter, Easter all. Yeah, no, you're right. Yeah. And unfortunately, that had to be cancelled. But uh, oh well, so be it. That's right. You can't watch footy, you can't surf. Yeah. I think the NRL wants to start up again, don't oh, they? Oh, well, yeah. they've got crushed. Well, the headquarters is New South Wales, so what do you, what do you yeah. say about that? Unless you say about that, John, the better. I was having a discussion with someone about sport at the moment. So all, all sport has stopped, even non-contact sport. So you'd think there's tennis where people don't really have any contact at all. I'm talking about professionals, um, boxing, obviously, and, and, and contact sports to stop. But one sport, surprisingly, is still going as if nothing's happened at all, and that's horse racing. Well, do you think that's got anything to do with the old tab or the punt or of the taxes that come in through uh, a bit of revenue raising? Well, They've yeah. taken away the casinos. They've got to keep yeah. something going. Well, you know, at least I, at least I say about... Horse racing, yeah. and yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's not, not one of my fortes. Up there with your fishing skills, fishing Andy. skills and golf. Yeah, yeah. and cricket. And cricket. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, it's a strange old world we live in. Um, but uh, the the week, well, I think we've had four weeks now under these restrictions. And uh, as we said previously, the first week there was a bit of mayhem in our industry, but uh, by the end of the first week. The, everyone had pretty much, all the majors had pretty much come on board with the union in uh, making sure the sites were uh, changing in regards to lunch sheds, in regards to Ali Max and Boyce, washing hands, the, the role that the Peggy's are doing. Uh, I, I spoke to one Peggy who put out um, hand sanitizer on each floor in the morning and there was a bit of mayhem going around early days that by smoke, I would have all disappeared. <laughs> So, and there was a while there where you just couldn't even get hand sanitizer. I think Johnny, one of our organisers, made it himself out of some wrapper and some herbs. Yeah. And then he drank the rest of it. But, you know, that, that, 
that was a hot commodity. Well, well it's, then. it's strange because years ago it used to be a tools have got knocked off. Now it's the hand cleaner. So. <laughs> yeah, hand cleaner and paper towel. But it looks like all of our supermarkets are fully stocked at the moment, which is good. But it's just amazing that those first two weeks, we had to fight tooth and nail just to generally keep those job sites open because everyone, there was the, the yeah. naysayers saying that they wanted them closed. There was uh, the blokes saying that they, they wanted to work. There was some blokes saying they didn't want to work. And you literally, uh, we were down every day doing toolboxes yeah. to, to make sure these sites stayed open because, as we said, uh, our other option sitting on the dole ain't exactly a long-term solution. It was just funny that the last few days before our Easter break, the amount of calls we got for blokes actually wanting to come into work on this yeah. Easter break week was, you know, it was almost disheartening. So from one extreme well, to well, the other. As I said, the one company said, no, the blokes, they want to come in because, you know, they're just going to sit at home. I said, so if it was a normal Easter break and this thing wasn't around, they'd be going to where they go up the river or wherever it is, they go away with their family, don't they? He goes, yeah, of course they do. They take their family, their wife and kids. I said, so what's the difference just sitting at home with your wife and kids? You're still with your family. Yeah. I, I don't get it. You know, but anyway, I think it's just called greed. It, it, there's a lot to do with the pressure to get put on our contractors, and we do understand that, and that's why the only thing that we have to stave off that pressure is a, a document we call the EBA and also our calendar there. So I understand it doesn't help when a lot of other trades don't have RDOs when we do, and that does put pressure on our trades. But one one of the best things we can do is go back to that builder and say, no, our contractors aren't coming in. That's our calendar there, and that's what we're sticking to. We are, and uh, you know we are working on the calendar, and hopefully in the near future we'll get one that lines up. I remember many years ago, uh, the whole industry shut down on certain weekends and whatnot, and there was, there was no disruption whatsoever. To my way of thinking, that, that's the best way to go. However, it is what it is, and we, we do we do what we do. And uh, when the companies come to sign the next agreement, we'll probably throw in the calendar in front of them and saying, "Well, read that because this is what you're signing up to." But we got one particular company out there gave gave everybody a hard time just before Christmas, saying, "Well, he's going to bring his place in anyway." And uh, we'll see where that goes. Yeah. I remember once you telling me there was a reason as to why we don't put a penalty rate on the RDO then. Yeah, absolutely, because everybody wants to work every RDO, that's right. We didn't want to give any incentives for anyone to come in on an RDO. We never put a penalty on it. But now the question's coming up whether we should put a penalty on it and see how many bosses actually want to bring their blokes in then. Well, they can pay triple time. It'll be a different story, wouldn't it? Triple time... And the day in lieu. Something, something to, to cross it. Yes, so, uh, as we said, next year, hopefully, when this coronavirus is gone uh, and we all want to take off that nice week over Easter with our families, you'd hate for the bosses to turn around and say, well, everyone wanted to work last Easter. So there you go, it's gone. So it's always something that, that Andy's always said, we've always said that we don't govern for a couple of companies, we govern for 10,000 members. 10,000 members. And we'll, we'll, we'll keep on doing that.
are weird days. Many of my days are weird days actually, but these are weirder than most. It can be a bit of a seismic shock to wake to the news of daily tolls here and in other countries, to spend week after week separated from friends and family, hour on hour of many of us just within our own homes. But through all of this, we are also seeing so much to inspire hope. People are creating incredible networks of mutual aid, Gardens are thriving from all that lockdown attention. We are finding new ways to slow, connect and reflect. Artists are creating, kids are learning differently and activists are imagining and collaborating on new futures beyond this time. And 3CR is continuing to broadcast throughout this coronavirus remotely. Who knows how long this will have us all locked down, but don't let it get you down. Tune in and love up your community. Stay connected. Work for what has to be a better future ahead. Thanks, CR, for staying steady on the waves. This is Irene Bolger, former Secretary of the Nurses' Federation in Victoria. Throughout the nurses' dispute in 1986, 
and the waterfront dispute in 1998, 3CR was always there, broadcasting the voices of workers in struggle. You're listening to 3CR Community Radio and we're broadcasting live from the Bay to Chicken Strike here in Melbourne. We've just seen all of the thousands of nurses walk through to their meeting and people from different unions showing their solidarity. 3CR, radio for the workers, by the workers, since 1976. What a show of strength we've got here today. Local issues. So I'm here at the school, kids strike for climate action. Live coverage. Join the the spirit of this gathering here today at IMARC. Your voices. So give us a bit of a lowdown about what's happening. There's about 200 200 people here at the moment. Community struggles. We're now in front of the uh, Tundaminawaya Mōbohina Monument. I'd like to thank Community Radio 3CR, who for the last decade has been broadcasting here. Feed Radical Radio, your membership is vital. A few hundred people about to pass us right now. Lots of young people standing up for their future. Subscribe today. Go to 3cr.org.au forward slash subscribe or call the station on 9419 8377. I think we're back on, Andy. We are, we are. Thanks for that, Gab. Right. Uh, a little bit of information for our members out there, Paris. If they do happen to get uh, terminated, yeah. they were made redundant. This is a very topical topic. <coughs> yes. What, what's your recommendation? Hang on, mate. Our recommendation no. is... You're back on? Yeah, sorry. No, you're off. The recommendation is that you give our office a ring. Obviously, um, we we do also have a uh, unemployment list, sorry. members list as well. Yeah. Let the office know it's very made redundant, and we'll adjust your fees accordingly. There's no reason not to pay your fees at the moment, and we've got this new, which Paddy's idea. This was, and give him a bit of credit there. Called a digital union card, which we can get. I'm a bit old-fashioned myself. I like the old cardboard ones. I think they went out with. Cheese and Vegemite sandwiches, but uh, you can get a uh, digital union card as well, so it's on your phone, you've always got it. But um, if you do happen to get laid off, give the officer a ring and we'll make adjustments to your account. That's correct, Andy. Uh, obviously, if you are just stood down, uh, which we're hoping not to happen at the moment, we just want to keep this industry going, but if you are stood down uh, and you're still getting all of your entitlements being your insurance or anything like that, we'd expect you to keep your membership going. But uh, worse comes to worse if you are made redundant. Not that we want to run on the funds or anything like that, but if you are made redundant, of course, call the office. Let them know that you're actively seeking work and uh, we'll adjust your, your membership. But also, we do have a lot of emergency work coming up. We do uh, speak to bosses all the time. So if someone is actively looking for work and, and we've got some hospitals to build, then uh, we'll always look after our unemployed members first, that's for sure. Absolutely. And we used to have one many, many years ago, uh, the old unemployment list, but we haven't had it bad one for a long time because we haven't needed to. No. Absolutely. And, uh, as I've said before, this program, and I've said it inside me, if you were talking to Big Simon and Billy and the boys, um, 
our industry is a relatively young industry, the yeah. plumbing industry, out there, and uh, not a lot of them would have experienced mass unemployment or any industrial action of any sort, and that's that's not having a dig at them. They just haven't experienced it. They've been lucky. And there'd be companies out there where the young kids come on board, done his apprenticeship, his four years apprenticeship, being ventures as a fitter or, or a uh, plumber, and they uh, work for the like, next 10 years consistently and getting Saturdays. Uh, so a lot of them have done really, really well out of this industry with the, you know, with the backing of the union and the support of the union. And uh, they've, they've earned a hell of a lot of money. And uh, it, it's great. So it, it can be a bit daunting if they get laid off. Some of them will be laid off for the first time since they left school. So I'm old, old hand at it. But I kept getting sacked from jobs all the time when I was back in the heydays. But it is what it is. And I remember after Melbourne Central, I was only paused for about 18 months and there were times when the old plumbers and fitters had to go on strike to get the conditions that we have today. And I remember back there, I think it was about 80, more than 81 at latest. Um, the sprinkler fitters went out for three months to get the condition, a lot of conditions what they got at the moment. And, uh, you know, that's... I know a lot of blokes don't appreciate it, but it, it is what it is. And you go back to the BLs, I mean, we've <clears throat> been categorised as a thug union and all that sort of bullshit. But this industry wouldn't be where it stood, where it stands today, if it wasn't from the activities of some of the strongest union members I've ever seen yeah, with the BLs. And the old Pumps and Gas Fitters Employees Union was very strong yeah. as well. Make no, make no mistake about that. So the games and, you know, this good old CVU and the EPU and us, of course, you know, we're maintaining that. So you just got to appreciate what we got. And uh, times are tough. It's not just in Melbourne, Victoria, Australia. It's right across the world. So, you know, and hopefully we're on top of it. But if not, well, it is what it is. And we've just got to make it and do the best we can. That's right. And uh, still walking around on the jobs and everything like that, we are still seeing jobs coming out of the ground, which yes. is a bit of comfort uh, with a look ahead. Uh, we just went down to a job last week, Hamilton Marino, a little Marriott Courtyard Hotel in Batman Street, West Melbourne. Good job for BP, Cold Flow, Bayside Fire. Bayside. We're down there as well, and, and Borelli Roofing. So that's just one job that's coming out of the ground, uh, an old watering hole close to Melbourne Central. The Duke of Wellington, Andy, uh, has now been raised. And that's going to be another 60-storey apartment that Icon's doing. Um, obviously, Westside Stage 2. Cameron's been doing a ripper job on Stage 1. So it uh, looks like Stage 2 will be coming, which is coming out of the ground at the moment. So we are still seeing a lot of jobs. So the idea is is that hopefully after Easter, once we've had our month in, in uh, lockdown that we've been in, a few people are starting to realise that, hang on, this industry that does equate for... 45% of tax revenue in Victoria uh, does keep a lot of people employed and that might bring about a bit more confidence. And I'd just like to say, you really got to sit back and applaud what the, the state government has done. Yeah, you do. In, in, That's in right. your efforts, uh, even the most ardent hatred would have to applaud the government. I mean, Dan Andrews is led by example, fantastic. Hasn't panicked. He's, he's, he's put a lot of things in place, and it's not going to make everybody happy. We understand that, but you know, it's obviously one of the best uh, parts of leadership I've seen for a long yeah. time by, by a 
politicians. Definitely. And hopefully when we all come out the other side, we're all a lot better for it. And I did notice the other day, the other night, or three weeks ago, it might have been last night, that uh, in New South Wales there, well, you know, they're saying, they're already talking about how to get back to work. How about we just wet things, make sure there's no more deaths? Yeah, yeah. No more contamination, I mean. They don't want to dig it in. No more rivers. The death ship. Yeah, yeah. It's all cool. You know, I mean, after that bloody, you reckon they'd be wanting to put in cotton, cotton wool for a long time. No, that's right. But, well, they are what they are. Well, one one thing that uh, we wish slow-mo would uh, take from our New Zealand friends is, I think, Jacinta Ardern, the ripper job that she's doing over there, has uh, about to put it in place that all politicians in New Zealand take a 20% pay cut during this crisis. Well, they also get the pay right. I think that, yeah, we do the opposite there, yeah. don't we? You know, not that like, won't happen. That, that will not happen. That, not in Australia, it won't, unfortunately. 3CR would like um, to acknowledge. 3CR break. Is that us? No, we're still here for still another here? four minutes. So, so all, all good. Hang in there. But wouldn't that be wonderful to see our politicians uh, take a leaf out of what the rest of Australia is doing that aren't working to the full extent at the and moment. And instead of saying, yeah, you'll take your pay rise because you'll give it out, how about you just don't take it? Yeah, definitely. Serious, just don't take it. No, I don't remember this when the nurses and the... We've had to send a big, quick shout-out to all the frontline, the nurses yeah, and doctors, all the staff, the truckies out there, the, the dock work, workers, the teachers that have gone back. The, the, the people working in the nursing homes. Nursing where, homes. the old people haven't even been allowed out. All the volunteers that are helping everything, construction workers, one and all. Definitely. Everybody out there that's keeping the economy ticking over. Good shout. Big yeah, shout. Yeah, the supermarket shelf stackers. Big shout out to Simon for getting up early. Yeah, thanks, Simon. Simon. That, was, that was good. Much appreciated. And, and Johnny? Johnny, yeah. Johnny probably still brewing up some hand, hand sanitizer. I think he was making some cabana last night when I spoke to him. So cabana. good on you, Johnny, keeping that. And shout out to everyone that's homeschooling their children yes. at the moment. Hats off to you. I think if anything opens up the schools, it'll be the fact that um, <laughs> you know just having a look after kids. It's all right when they're they're in a classroom environment. And as you were saying, Sharon, you were yep. saying it's hard enough to keep control of twenty kids when they're in one room. Yeah. Imagine uh, when they're at home with all the distractions that they have got there. The PlayStation only sitting about you know at eyes level from them. Yeah. It's a tough gig. But it is a tough on everybody at the moment. We just got to battle on through. We're doing that with a plan, and uh, it's great. It's great. And I think life's, life's not that bad. That, that's right. It's, it's wonderful if you can stay stay home, clean out the gutters, help help uh, help around the house. Putting in some market trades. Putting in some market trades. Oh, all those little jobs that have been put on the back burner for ten years are now slowly getting done. I think Bunnings has never been busier. I think, and, uh, I think Billy Ramsey's been doing a hell of a lot of handyman work around his house. Well, not, not since I lent him my youth and he gave it back to me full of uh, <laughs> absolutely full of shrubs and everything. He said that the green waste kit was closed. <laughs> hey? Good morning, Bill. Good morning, Bill, that's for sure. Well, that's just about it. Yeah, no, that is. Well, enjoy the rest of the week. Thank you to all those that are working on those hospitals uh, that have opened up um, during our lockdown at the moment. Uh, we'll be heading down to Peter Mac soon, so if any anyone's listening from there. And we're, all the organisers are still up and running next week, so 100%. give us a call. If you need us to come down, we'll come down. Definitely, and then hopefully it's all uh, all on the bright side. 
and because uh, we want to have a good Christmas break, we want we want these things open so we can all go down the beach. That's for sure. All right. Stay separated. All right. Thanks a lot, Gab. All right. Let's go. You've been listening to a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au.